welcome to the Financially Intentional Podcast, the podcast all things personal finance and hopefully some things you didn't even know you needed to know. I'm your host, Nasima McElroy, and my goal is to bring you topics and experts that will encourage you to take at least one actionable step that will aid you on your path to financial freedom. Welcome to episode 12 of the Financially Intentional Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back to my financially intentional folks. I'm super excited for you guys to meet Dwayne Tucker. He is the founder of Stocks and Bars, revolutionary personal finance platform where he combines money and music. What's up, Dwayne? What's going on? I see how you doing. I'm doing great. Thank you for joining me. I want to talk about like, first of all, like what is your background story? How did you learn about money? So I'm just the average kid that's from Brooklyn. Um, I've learned everything from the ground up. And the way I got introduced to money is through my mom. My mom is the person who I've always admired that gave me what I have right now. And I just kind of built upon it. I'm not going to say she's like some mogul or whatever, but the thing she did fascinated me as a kid. I would tell you a story when we used to go to the grocery store, how she would tally up everything right in front of me. And it, it was just amazing to sit there and, and see that. And then fast forward to me when I grew up and I'm at the grocery store, all of a sudden it, it just clicked in me all of a <laughs> I'm tallying up everything right there before they even give it to me. And next thing you know, I'm like right there for what I have to spend. So my foundation was my mother. And then Based upon that, it was just really just wanting to learn to get out of the situations that I was in. You know, I was in the predominantly black neighborhoods and, you know, the whole story of the hoods and all of that. So my mission was to change that. I always knew that from a very young age that that is something I am not going to continue to perpetuate. I'm going to change it. And since then, I've taken action. So when I was... 17 is when I really started learning about investing. And from that point, I just kind of got a little bit of nuggets here and there and just learned from as many sources as I possibly could. And it wasn't until really when I was like about 30, 28 or 30, where everything kind of came together and formed something solid that I can really actually (laughs) use and apply on a regular basis in order to, to build upon that. So everything started from New York to where I'm at now. And I just picked up pieces along the way. And here I am. So you started learning about investment at 17. I'm like, I didn't learn about investing. I mean, of course, we all know about investing and what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, but yeah, to yeah. actually know how to invest is like a whole nother ball game, but you learned about it at 17. Like what inspired that? Like who taught you? Nobody taught me. I had to learn all of my own and shout out to hip hop. The first lyric that I remembered that sparked me to it was Nas and the rhyme that he said made me aware of investing at that point in time. I'm not going to sit here and say at 17, I was sharp. I'm saying at 17, that's when the building block, the first Lego went down. It was like, all right, boom, now we can start building from here. And then along the way, I got all the pieces in order to start making something that was going to give me the foundation for 
my future empire. And that's what we, I'm continuing what? We to need build. The lyrics. We need the lyrics though. What was the lyrics? Oh, so in New York state of mind, he said investments in stock. I'm going to leave everything else out because of Nas, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, yeah, I'm a big Nas fan, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you, you queue be, up you Illmatic. Know, so three letters of my name, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> Nas is you can't like, avoid it. Yes. Yeah. He said it in Nas is like too. Yeah. He, yes. He was talking about investment. He was way ahead of his time. And I didn't pick up on those lyrics until later on, you know, when I started understanding more about money. And so as I continued to listen to hip hop in the frames that I was in and I would go back and listen to the stuff, I'm like, oh, he was, he was saying something back then. It just didn't click then because my mind wasn't at that, that time. So he was ahead of his time. Shout out to Nas for being ahead of his time and making sure that I caught up. <laughs> so when it came to your late 20s and 30s, what kind of money moves were you making? I was looking to buy stock originally. I started with E-Trade, and then from that time, I switched over to TD Ameritrade, which is now Charles Schwab or whatever. But now I started from there to where I'm at now, and I started with stock, and then I moved on to options. I experimented with a whole bunch of different things in order to find what fit me. Options ended up fitting me. I tried Forex. I tried penny stocks. Those two things just did not fit me. And options is what I fell in love with. So from there, I just kind of continued to get books and do seminars and all that stuff that I could find in order to absorb as much information as I possibly could to get better at it in order to make it work for me. Now you're talking about like some PhD level investing right there because options <laughs> is not just straight up just running the mill investing. And so no. when you're saying you started with stocks, you were buying and selling individual stocks. Were you trading yes. or were you investing? And let me and let me just clarify what the difference is for our audience is investing is when you buy or hold things and typically that's over a year yes. time frame. Invest and trading is when you're in and out of stocks for a shorter duration of time. It could be minutes, hours, days, but less than a year. Correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's a good, good explanation right there. <laughs> and so you were, you were actually trading. So you got into investing by trading. I was doing a little combination of both. Okay. And I started off trading. We'll, we'll, we'll set that up. I started off trading and then after a while, I realized the power of compounding. So then I started investing. So I did a combination of things, really. I started trading, then I learned about investing, and then that's where everything started to roll from there. Okay. And so just to be clear with everybody, because most people are really at a, at a ground level when it comes to an understanding of investing. We're to, he's going to talk about some like real kind of deep, <laughs> higher level stuff that is possible for you, but takes a lot of education. So I don't want people to like, I always think of the image of, you know, that person at the bottom step and then they try to put they foot all the way up to like the 10th step. Like yeah. he, he talking about the 10 step. <laughs> so we're, we'll talk about it and then we'll back up into, you know, different kind of investment philosophies. But I think it's yes. fascinating to hear your story. So let, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, like I said, mother started me off from there. I just kind of had the building blocks with the college and in college is where I started to realize I went to college to be a communications major. And at that point in time, I was looking to do something in radio, TV and that was all cool. And I had opportunities to do something, but I didn't, didn't.
capitalize on them. They were there. I just didn't take the advantage that was in front of me. So from there, I said, all right, what am I going to do? All right. I started rapping with my brother. So we started this rap group. We were doing this, you know, we were pretty, I don't want to say big, but we were, we were getting our name known in the Northeast Ohio area. And it would be the point where I was in Cleveland pretty much regular basis. Like after work, I jet up there, I go to a club, whatever, do CDs and performance, come back. So it was at least three, four times a week where I was up there. Right. So worked hard, got all that up there. Fast forward to life punching me in the face. Right. And this is where the timeline shifts to doing what I'm doing now. So we rapping and I was sitting there as I'm mixing down music and a commercial came on in the background for invest tools. And at that point in time, they told me that they were in my area. And for whatever reason, you know, I got the headphones on now. So when you mix, I usually have a ear out so I can pay attention to my surroundings as well as making sure I hear the music. So as I'm mixing, I hear this in the background. I'm like, hmm, all right. Whatever reason I picked up on it. And then I say, all right, copied the number down, called the number. They told me where it was at. I was like, boom, I'll be up there. Fast forward to getting up there. A woman, man, married couple, I don't know, whatever. They together, they sitting there and they're telling everybody this story about how they got involved and how you can do it too. So at the end of the seminar, two hours, they hit everybody with the, if you want to get the info, you got to pull out your pocket. Right? <laughs> so this is where everybody was like, oh, oh, oh I'm out of here, you know, and at that moment I'm sitting there. And I said to myself, when I'm mixing down music or if I have to get something done for a show, it's nothing for me to go ahead and shell that money out to get promotion, to get flyers, to have CDs printed up. I can do all of that with the same amount of money. Why can't I invest it in myself? And I was like, all right, say no more. So that's when I hit the ground running right there. And that's that was the foundation for me learning stocks and fast forward to where I'm at. Now I lost my account three separate times. <laughs> and lost your account means you lost all the money in your I, I account. I lost it all. I lost it. I blew yes. it up three times. All right. But how and much total? Just, how much money? Let, let's give people numbers. Mm, okay. First time was when my, my beginning, right? I blew up $3,000. Okay? okay. And I worked hard to get to that 3000 because right. I was, I was saving up $20 a week to get to that. And when Yay. I got to it, oh, I was like, Pew, right all the way down. <laughs> Second time I blew up fifteen thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. All right. Third time I blew up ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So yeah, the tallies went up, and at that point, this is where I had to take myself serious. I said, if I'm going to be doing this, I got to change something. The missing ingredient that I had, well, I didn't have. I did not have the ability to manage my risk. That was mm-hmm. all I was missing. Because remember, I was trading and the whole thing I was doing was trying to trade. So I had small investments, but I predominantly shifted to trading and I lost a lot of my money based on that. So I sat myself down for an entire, it was December. I came back out February. So five months, no, December, I came out of April. So yeah, five Mm -hmm. months I read books. All I did was I changed everything that was on my Twitter feed. So I had nobody around me that was trading. Okay. So I had to get access to other parties that was doing what I wanted to do. 
So at that time, I abandoned my entire Twitter. I unfriended everything. All right. All I had was rappers, entertainers, all that type of stuff, friends gone. Then I started adding everybody that was in my area that was an investor or a trader. Then all of a sudden the algorithm kicked in and started adding more people for me. And then next thing you know, I had local people that I can tap into. And I saw that they had websites. All right. Read their websites. They have recommend recommended books and they had a lot of these books in common. So I just said, all right, I'm going to the library. I'm going to go check out these books. And if it's not at the library, I'm just going to purchase it. This is when Amazon was selling books, right? <laughs> this is how old it is. And then I was going to like half.com for eBay to get books and all that. So I just was in the lab studying and I was writing notes. And at the time I'm applying it to paper trading because that's mm-hmm. what I was doing to make sure that it stayed fluent. So I came back out that April. And I was like, I swung for the fences and I made $10,000 in one month, just mm-hmm. going, just sticking to it. So it's possible. Everybody <laughs> just has to have that discipline inside of them that works for them. That's, that's the, the key ingredient. Yeah. But I love what you're saying because I tell people this all the time is like where you get started. And people think like getting started means like, I mean, yeah, you can do an action today to really get started, but what you really need to do to get started is just change your circle of influence. And that yes. was a perfect example of what you did. <laughs> you And I tell people all that, change your social media because that's basically your circle of influence. That's what yes. you're surrounded by. Change your circle of influence for only people who you aspire to. And not only did you do that, you took it a step further. So you started looking at the books that they read and then you read those books. And then you were able to formulate a plan that was now tested by the authors, the people that wrote the book, the people that you see around you that are implementing it. And then you're seeing people that are actually getting the results that you wanted to get. You know, and they're right in front of you. They're in your local area. So they're very tangible and accessible. And so I love that formula. (laughs) And and, I mean, sad thing, you had to lose $28,000 before you got there. But still, (laughs) but still, you got there. And sometimes we just have to pay to pay attention. And, you know, (laughs) it's the tuition for real, for real. And I just love how you like you didn't give up you stepped back and formulated a plan of action so that this time you was coming correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now you're trading you, you, like you got your game down pat, like you have your trading tools, like what inspires you to create this platform stocks and what's, I'm messing, I'm bars. Oh, yeah. Thank That'll you. Be good. <laughs> we'll edit that. <laughs> what inspired you to create stocks and bars? All right. So I love hip hop. I've been a huge hip hop fan. As I told you, I've rapped and when I rapped at the time, when I was 20, 19, 20, 21, I rapped what other 19, 20, 21 year olds was rapping about, right? Monkey see, monkey do. That's what exactly what it was, right? I'm from the hood. Cool. I rap about the hood. I got guns. Cool. I rap about guns. You know, all of that stuff that, you know, I was saying. And then I came to understand, you know, as I learned more about college, learned in college, I mean, is the power of you, your words coming into, into fruition, right? The things you say come to life. All right. And 
what was around me was other people talking about this stuff. And then it's obviously a no brainer. You know, you hear rappers about guns talking about that and rappers shot killed. Okay. Duh. We're talking about this stuff. Right. So I start to think to myself about what am I saying? All right. What am I really saying out here? I'm, I'm bringing to life something that's going to be my future. All right. So I started to make a transition towards the, I say rap career, <laughs> the end of my like 22nd year, 23rd year. Right. And this is like my final time of like rapping. And I started making the transition to start talking more about an investing side of things. Still a little bit of the content, but starting to drop more in there. All right. Then at that point in time, life made a change where I had to, to look at buying a house, starting a family, all that type of stuff. So I'm like, all right, the rap stuff, it ain't took off yet. I can't do it right now. I got to, I got to make a move. So now here I am just two years ago, I was doing, I have a website where I help people learn how to invest. And I was using that website, like I said, to help people. And then my buddy, he started a podcast. So his podcast started doing really, really well. And then I had an idea that just all of a sudden hit me. So I call him. I'm like, yo, wouldn't it be dope if there was a podcast that talked about financial literacy, but there was a rap in order to bring it all together? He was like, yo, that really does sound good. And I said, all right, I'm going to check and see if anybody's doing it. I look, nobody's doing it. I'm like, well, then it's mine. So <laughs> I hit it right then and there. So Stocks and Bars is really about my passion from 90s boom bap rap, you know, all the way up until now and actually putting words into it that can mean something of value, right? Then on top of that, when I do that, I, I do it intentional with no cursing, none of that. So anybody can listen with their children. You know, it's a very clean environment, so you don't have to worry about different type of messages popping up all of a sudden. It's strictly financial. It is strictly positive. And I feel like that's something that's missing in hip-hop because if you listen to it now, everybody's talking about what they're going to do to my girl. Everybody's <laughs> talking about how much more money they got than me. Everybody's talking about all the things that they wear. And I'm like, yo, you making me feel terrible about myself. Why am I buying this product? Right? So that's when I said, I want to be the change that I want to see. And that's how stocks and bars started. I love it. That's so dope. I think the power of music over just how we operate our daily lives is important and something that we shouldn't brush over. I remember what's the Jay-Z's album that came out is a number. I don't listen. Four, four, four. <laughs> yes. yes. And when he was yes. talking about like the multiple ways he was investing, it was like a mm -hmm. lot. The first time a lot of people kind of just like opened up their eyes to what was possible yes. for them. And I was just like, really? Like, that's the first time y'all hearing about this through this rap album? Like, but yes. This is real. Yeah. But yes. And so I love what you're doing because people learn in different ways. But the way that you learn through music actually is processed differently in your brain. And that's why, you know, kids are, or we can remember lyrics to songs that we haven't heard in years or that <laughs> we're right. not even listening to. Like, how do I know that song? Like, it, it, because it's processed differently. 
And so I love that you're doing this because it, it forces people to kind of actually hear and be able to like understand the way that investing works differently. And yes, yes is is so needed. It's so needed because, you know, I think, especially as a people, like the way we learn musically, like a lot of our memory is through like musical storytelling, a lot of movement driven kind of mm-hmm. learning. And so I think it's super impactful. So I really love what you Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like the culture needed that change. You know, we, I can, we can talk on and on about how many different raps, like talked about death. You know, we, our culture always talks about RIP so-and-so, you know, and it's like, yo, we, we got to change that, man. Somebody got to come up and be like, listen, we don't have to die. (laughs) We should be able to enjoy a long life. I see our grandbabies, you know, if we get any older, our great grandbabies, we should be able to have that happen in our lives without feeling like, okay, I'm I'm about to die at 25. You know, there's no lie. I'm hanging around people when I was in my young ages, people didn't think they were going to make it past 22. You know, but that's a, that's I, about your circle of influence, right? Yeah, that's I mean, that's, that's, that's what, really that's what that. you're surrounded with, and that's I mean, you you grew up in in Brooklyn. I grew up in Oakland, California. It was the same thing. You know, a lot of the guys I grew up with are no longer here, but that yeah. was the lifestyle that they chose. You know, it was. But what were their options? That's what right. They were surrounded that's the thing. With. Yeah. You know, it was drug dealers. It was pimps. It was all those kind of things that they that they could aspire to, but they also right. had rap music. But what was rap music reinforcing? The same stuff the they were seeing in the thing. hood. Yep. So yep. unless they did something or somebody pulled them out of that environment, what else would they know? That's that's why I do what I do because I want to have that exposure to people so they understand that this is not everything that you see right here like real real talk in the sixth grade like i'm part nerd right so i love learning i love science i love i love the moon i love the stars all that stuff right i wanted to be an astronaut so i remember there was a poster in my class showing something about being an astronaut and i was really feeling i'm like yo i want to go to space you know and one of my friends was like black people ain't astronauts Yeah. Got you down, huh? I mean, yeah, but that's that's the reality of it, right? And then all of a sudden it clicked. I never saw a black astronaut, right? So it wasn't real to me. And then all of a sudden it shut down. You know, not to say I was gonna ever be an astronaut, but who knows, right? I could have actually started to run into people who had some type of experience or whatever that might have inspired me a little bit more to get a little bit more learning and and come to it. And who knows, but I'm happy where I'm at. I'm not complaining at all, but just, just to let you know, your environment can give you everything you need. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the thing is that I think, especially in the personal finance space, there has been a lack of representation. And so people don't feel like this is for them, for them. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I was, I I was mean, one of the ones. For, yeah. Yeah. Even for me, like growing up, you know, you see people that are wealthy, but they typically don't look like you. And so mm. you don't know 
how you can get to that level. And then it becomes, it seems unattainable for you. Exactly. And a lot of it is intentional. A lot of it is gatekeeping. A lot of it is like, you know, systemically we have been excluded from things, you know, but in this good year of 2023, (laughs) a lot of those barriers have been broken for us. They've been knocked down. And we have the tools that are accessible to us just like everyone else. But, but you know, you know, personal finances is more about behaviors and mm. mental state and the traumas that have happened to us have held us back. And so when we can see people out here that look like us that are doing those things that speak like us, that can speak to us. Yes. It gives us the courage that we need to take those steps. And so this is why we're here. This is why we're in this space <laughs> yes. because we don't have any more excuses to not be able to build financial independence or build wealth or whatever that means. Like, yes, we do have to address the past. We do have to understand the traumas. And that gets us to the point of, okay, why are we here? But mm-hmm. now that we know we're here, what are we doing? Right. Yes. And so I love your platform because it is speaking to those things and it is giving people resources that they didn't know they had access to because you're speaking in a way that they can actually hear it for maybe the first time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I, like I said, I wanted to be the change I wanted to see. And so I imagine myself in the 90s listening to somebody like me at that point. Would I have learn more about investing at that point in time. I would like to say I could have only because I was doing the stupid stuff they were telling me to do back then. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I did some wrong things. I'm not proud of it. I had some influences, (laughs) but here I am now actually making a change about those experiences that I had. So I'm, I'm not happy about the the things that happened in the past, but I'm also glad that it led me to the point that I was actually able to use those experiences to build and turn it into something that can actually be used to help children. You know, I I got, I got three girls. That's what I envision, you know, (laughs) you know what? Listen, you got three girls. You must have been a bad boy. <laughs> I, think, I think guys that have girls, like all girls, is like karma. Like you, you no, see. I used to think that too, but now I look at it a little differently. Right? I look at it as I'm strong. All right. Yes. God bless me with three girls because now I have to build a foundation because through them, that's the only way you create more life. So now I am the person in their life that is the building block to help create better society. That's how I'm looking at it. So I'm strong enough to take three young women to help build them and give them the structure to say, this is what you have to do. All right. (laughs) This is, this is my, I don't want to say burden. This is, this is my plight in the world in order to help change things. So 
It's no, coming. I love it's coming that. soon. Enough. I love that. And I love that <laughs> twist on it because, yeah, raising, and I'm about to have my third girl too, so I know what it's like. Like, uh, raising, yeah. raising three girls is no joke. And so mm. I love what you're doing, and I love the way you look at it, right? <laughs> I, yeah. I got to have all the patience in the world. You, listen, to be a girl dad, you definitely got to have patience. And the Lord knows I got a lot of it. I don't know how much he think I really got. <laughs> right. But apparently he think my source is the fountain of you. So I'm rolling with it and I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> no, that's dope. But let's talk about your platform. So you're primarily on YouTube at Stocks and Bars, yes. right? And yes. I know you drop a lot of gems there. And that's where people can kind of get to know like who you are, what you represent, like your messages. But you also teach a course. Yes. What what do you teach in your course? So for my course that I have, I actually currently have three and they all kind of run together. And it's all about learning how to read charts. And I started that on the basis that I believe 100% that everybody is a chart reader. And I say that because everybody assesses numbers on a regular basis and makes decisions on those numbers on a regular basis. That's reading a chart. So when you go to the gas station or you drive by two or three of them and you recognize that price, everybody inherently knows who's buying gas what a high price is, what a low price is for the current environment. All right. So you'll easily pass up a gas station that has the quote unquote high price. And then you'll try to go to the one with the lower price. And on top of that, we got gas buddy. We got all sorts of apps in order to help us make that decision. So that right there alone is technical analysis. Everybody does it. All right. If you do anything for negotiation for your car, okay, when you shop around for a car, you need a brand new one. If there's one that you really like and you made a decision, that's the one you want. You're not just going to go straight to the dealership and go buy that, all right? Well, maybe some of you do. I'm not judging nobody. But for anybody who doesn't do that, they have a car trader. They have whatever, auto trader. They have all sorts of apps. They have some type of comparative decision-making process that helps them guide towards whatever they're going to do. That's technical analysis. So based on that, I'm like, yo, this is just a different form. I'm going to relate this to you in a way that you already understand. So when you see it, it doesn't intimidate you anymore. And once you get past that step, then becomes the learning phases where you start to understand a little bit more and everything comes into full circle. So I start off with the chart reading. After that, I show about the patterns that you can see from chart reading. And then after that, I show you how to make money off of those patterns. So three steps. You got to be able to do the original chart reading first, how to understand what a chart even looks like. And once you get past that, you get the patterns and then you learn how to make money off the patterns. And this is all based off of the things that you've learned from years, yes. a yes. trial and error, books and all those kind of things. Yes. So, yes, this ain't no somebody that just learned how to trade last year trying to tell you <laughs> what to follow. Because we saw plenty of people, especially in like in 2020 pop up that just learned. Oh, yeah, the everybody comes, just came out of nowhere. Every, yes. Look, so. anybody could have been amazing in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. Speak yeah. it. Like, come on. It's easy to be like, yeah, pick this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. Winning. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I like that you walk people through that training process. Cause like I said, that is something that is super, um, challenging. I don't typically recommend that for a beginning investor. Like I usually tell mm. people like get their foundations in order, right? But it's super, it's one of those things like it's like super compelling to people because they see how much, how much money is out there to be made. Yes. There's a lot like, like the way said he blew up three accounts before he got good. <laughs> so I don't want people yeah. to think they can go out there and just be a trader and just like be winning at money. Like it's a process. It's something that you have to learn. It's one of those, like I say, it's an advanced thing. It's advanced skill when it comes to investing. And I encourage people to just get like basic investing knowledge down. Like if you still don't know how to open a Fidelity account, I mean, I'm gonna need you to start there yeah, you and gotta, like gotta, start yeah. get your get your Roth IRA <laughs> funded. Make sure you know what you're investing in in your job, or that that money is actually invested. And then, if you want to learn about trading and all of those kind of things, I think it's amazing because I think it's a way. Another thing that we've been gatekept from is a way to make income somewhat passively, even though reading charts and yeah. stuff can be a full time job. But it is definitely a skill set that can lead to you, you know, really being able to accelerate your wealth building. So I, yeah. like, that. I like that you educate people on it. Yes. Yeah. And I, I want to add one more thing here. I hate the word technical analysis, right? I hate it. And, I, and the reason why is because it's not a sexy word at all. It's very intimidating just to hear mm-hmm. it, period. Somebody cringes just listening to that word. So I'm on a mission to reframe that whole phrase just to protecting your money because that's what yes. originally all we're doing is just protecting our money. That's it. Yes. We're understanding best points to buy. That's yes. it. And then we're also understanding where we could sell. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Those two things is what we are doing when we do any type of protecting our money. <laughs> yes. We just yes. want to know the best points that we can make money in any environment, period. Yes, I love it. So make sure you guys are following Dwayne on Stocks and Bars on his YouTube channel. Like I said, start there, get the fundamentals, get the basics. Like, you know, he drops bars, obviously, yes. on his channel. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I just encourage people to start there. And then if they want to look further into your courses, the information is there. But then you get to see how he operates, like his MO is, his style, which is, hey, flawless. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But anything else you want to add or ways that people can work with you, reach out to you? Mm, Follow me on any social media. That's Wincrease team. Stocks and Bar. I got two things basically going on. I got website, which is Wincrease, and then Stocks and Bars is the podcast. They're together, but separate. You know, so I actually got two separate YouTube channels just to make sure YouTube differentiates both of them. So I don't <laughs> So that's that's working there. And then also check out my fellas too, Marathon Money. I mentioned the other podcast. My fellas, you know, we 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 work together. We make sure that we we get some money together and they also give you good stock tips in order to help you learn that. So check them out too. And I definitely have all these links in the show notes. So make sure you guys are following. Make sure you click those links. Thank you so much, Dwayne. This was so yes, much thank fun. You. So much good information. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to my mommy's podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.